Hi guys, I am setting everything up right now. Don't mind me, it's 1 a.m. right now, but I'm going to add Eva. It's like super light where I am. I know, it is pitch black. I'm in PJs and comfy. Um, I have lights behind me to add a little bit of some that spiritual flair. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I just woke up, you know, had a shower, put my makeup on, dress, and you're like the complete opposite, like downwinding into like dreamland. <laughs> it's the Betty Bye time and wakey wake time for you. Mm. All right. Oh. So we are live, you guys. Welcome back for a, another amazing chat with my bestie. I can't wait for you to come to America, man, because I am going to load love on you, and I know Amber is too. Yeah, no, like I'm planning. So my friend, like my friend, has a wedding on the in October in America. So I'm like trying, like that. That's the goal to go to America in October. <laughs> I'm very excited because I'm going to douse you in love and until then we are doing our awesome lives I randomly messaged her to be like hey I'm feeling like we should do another live and she's like yes so we're here doing it last night well for me last night yeah which I guess to, it was just yesterday for me so last minute stuff but it's awesome um, what topic are we talking about Miss Eva? We are talking about how to deal with our emotions. I think it's a big part of spirituality. Um, as we were talking about last week, you know, some people think it's like that esoteric kind of stuff, but we want to dive deep into what it actually, you know, what it really is for us and how it helps us through, you know, our daily lives. So, yes, we will be talking about processing emotions, shadow work, and stuff like that. Anything bad? <laughs> I'm excited that you were mentioning shadow work because I feel like that is something that I love kind of talking about anyway because a lot of us are light workers. We are love, light, and peace, but we also have to accept that shadow lives coincidingly with us at all times. So I feel like it's a very beautiful and powerful topic to start with. Um, I am going to be transparent here and talk about... Um, a little bit of what I've been going through. I'm sure there's a lot of people going through some stuff right now, too. Hi, cousin. I love you. Thank you for sending us so much love. But I feel like um, I want to mention I've had a couple of passings that have been very dear to my heart very recently. And that has caused me a great deal of uh, emotional transformation, I'd like to call it. And... Um, it has been really tasking because it makes you kind of look at yourself in the mirror and be like, am I worthy? Am I good enough? Um, am I doing the right stuff? If I, am I going to, you know, make my passing family members uh, proud? You know, there's a lot of tension in my heart right now. And the way that I've kind of been dealing with the emotions um, has been reaching out to people I really care about, like you, Eva. Um, I think actually it's 1am right now, but tomorrow night which is tonight however you see it not right now but in the later in the day I have a dear friend that uh, is thinking about also hanging out with me either tomorrow or the next day on Saturday so that'll be nice but I've been trying to surround myself with a lot of love and to give myself some space to process my feelings and my emotions because a lot of times we don't do that so I'm really glad that we can chat about, you know, how we as spiritual practitioners can process our own emotions. We're not all that and everything. And we're still human. So being able to share this, I think it's a big deal. What about for you? Yeah, I think, yeah, thank you for sharing that. Like, it's it sounds like a difficult time. And like, I, you know, I deal with emotions like on a daily basis as well. Like if there's any triggers or stuff like that, then I look within and I think I need to explain that because I think a lot of people, I keep telling people to look within and they're like, what are you on about? So it's really like understanding that, you know, emotions come and go. So I think what happens to a lot of people, they get stuck in them because they blame themselves or try to deny their own feelings. So it really is, comes down to, acceptance um 
but and not just like putting on a positive sticker on top of your face because i'm assuming that you're going out to see friends not just to cover up your emotions but to you know to just keep you stable but you're really aware of your emotions and how you're feeling about the situation and i think that's what's happening well the the opposite is happening to a lot of people is they're um, running around trying to like float above the water so they're in a way struggling because even though they're trying to i guess get that positivity in but it really is about that self awareness so what i love doing is you know when i do feel something i go back to the thoughts and like see where what am i thinking and understanding that i am not my thoughts and i am not my emotions and understanding that it's something that you know that kind of flows and that i can you know accept and then kind of let go of that makes sense that is a big deal like i everything you're saying makes a lot of sense to me because we've talked about stuff uh, just between us about what we're both dealing with and i think that a lot of people that i like chat with recently especially clientele are all dealing with this sense of like there's a sorrow but it's also this excitement about like can i do something different can i bring something new in And I think that it's really positive to look in the direction of, yes, like you feel things, you're processing things, you have feelings, but also good to nurture yourself and look past what those feelings are making you feel. Because sometimes we sit in our emotions and we, we just kind of bubble and we stay there and we're just sitting there. And a lot of people I think are feeling that where they're not making the next direction or the positive reinforcement of like, oh yeah, I actually am feeling something, I'm going through something, but I'm going to drown in it instead of like, okay, where can I go next? Can I build towards my work? Can I build towards my relationships? Can I talk to my family or to myself? Can I self-nurture? A really awesome experience I had recently with one of my good friends, Stephanie. Um, She was experiencing like, oh, you know, self-doubt or pain or like sadness or something. And I had just gotten a facial a couple days before seeing her. So I was like, hey, like, I don't know why I'm telling you this because I just got a facial, but I really feel like you should do some self-care and get like a facial or go get a massage. And she's like, you know what? I have literally been looking for places to do that, like look, get a facial. So I was like, cool, well, you should go to this, that, and the other uh, places that I recommended to her. And she ended up going to one of the places I recommended to get a facial done. So that was a really cool way of, like, touching into my feelings and her feelings and feeling like, oh, do I have something to offer her in this moment? Instead of drowning in my emotion or whatever I was feeling after getting the facial. Because to be quite frank, I don't like facials or massages (laughs) because they make me feel like claustrophobic um, which I think has to do with shadow work and past trauma but I recommended self-care because nurturing my face will also nurture the way I see myself and I was thinking about that for her as well like if you nurture yourself then your reflection of yourself is more positive because you're making your facial, you're getting a massage, you're doing workouts, you're eating healthy. The reflection of what you put into yourself will reflect how you nurture people outside of yourself. So at the time with her feeling like she needed some self-care, she went and did it because I pushed her and gave her a recommendation, which was awesome. So I feel like this is kind of a big part of it is like, we can feel our feelings and look at ourselves in the mirror and whatnot, but we don't have to judge ourselves so hardcore when we're going through our emotions, which I tend to do myself a lot. Yeah, just like what you're saying, like this whole, like, sometimes coming back to your body is so important. Like just even a workout or some movement will get the get it flowing because it, it's interesting. We can actually change our state quite quickly like from you know we can feel one moment we can feel anxious or sad or something and then in the next moment we can actually feel uplifted and quite energized in our body and it's and it's something that you know that it returning basically to your body um and like just working out in the morning already makes me feel more energized and then it just like sets up the day so i feel like sometimes what i do is um i do I'm 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 big on feeling the feelings, right? So I always say that like you need that self awareness is the first step, 
And then you got to feel, you know, you got to kind of accept those feelings. You got to accept where you are at. So if you're feeling sadness, just be like, okay, I'm, a, you know, I'm here. I'm feeling sad, and that's okay. Because once we blame and deny, or like, oh, I don't want to feel this, and you push it down, it's like, you know, it's like boiling water and like holding the, you know, the lid on, and it's just going to want to over overload or if you start blaming other people it's like you're giving away your power because you're basically saying they have more power over me i have no control so you're kind of giving it away so it's always important for me to acknowledge the feeling and then there's that moment where you're kind of like sitting in the feeling and you're sitting there and you feel it and you're like okay i'm still feeling this i'm still feeling this and like you know hours pass and you're just sitting there like okay i'm feeling it i'm feeling it that's when i feel like the facial is good or going out and walking because then it will it's like you've already accepted it but the energy still hasn't flown like it hasn't you haven't fully let it go so like getting energized in your body allows you to then um you know put the focus on walking put the focus on you know the facial or like how it feels like when they're you know touching massaging you you know then you go out of I'm feeling this, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling this into like, oh, that feels nice. Or, you know, the sunshine. And then you kind of come out of it. So you got to like, in a way to process emotions, you got to be there. But then you, once you acknowledge it, you're actually ready to create like the new. So it's like, you know, you, you, you've got a white canvas now and you can paint something new. So it's like, so it's, it's kind of, yeah, it's a transition. And uh, it's not like, you know, a click of the finger, it can take, you know, weeks, it can take, you know, a few times. And sometimes feelings will come, um, come up, you know, and like, even recently, um, I had a friend touch my face. And like, I, I like my body got triggered, like, I wasn't like triggered where I was like, Oh, my God, what the hell, you know, but like, my friend touched my cheek. And I like, I started crying, because it reminded me of like someone else. And it was like, so, so things like that can happen. And this was like 10 years ago, something happened. Right. And like this brought up and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. See, I don't even blame it. I'm like, that's interesting that in that moment, it's like when you hear a piece of music, right? You could be 10 years later, you hear a piece of music and it makes you cry, you know? And it's like, oh, wow. How interesting is that, that I'm still holding on to this. So it's all like memories, but it doesn't define who you are. That's the beauty of it. When we realize that it's not, it's, it doesn't define us and these things are not us or that, you know, that they kind of, they don't limit us. We are actually free. We can, we, it's like a habit. It's like a mem memory habit when we get triggered sometimes. So it's like we can, it's, it's like unhabit it or create a new positive habit. So it's, it, nothing is ever fixed that's that's my point there we go now you can talk <laughs> no and I agree everything you're saying is really awesome and it's powerful and that's why I think like it's hard a lot of times with us to um, just slow down our brain you know I was thinking about a lot of what you're saying because you touched on so much uh, just in that little span the first part I feel like is this like main underlying point of we have four different sections of our system we probably have more but in my research, we have the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. So when your emotional body is triggered, then there's probably another body that is also triggered. So for example, your emotional response can be from a physical response because you're reacting to a, a touch and that's triggering your emotional response as well. So the idea behind sitting with your different spiritual bodies and being able to inhibit maybe all of them at the same time will help you come into like the sense of balance. For example, when I feel overwhelmed or if I feel uncomfortable, which I've been feeling for the past couple of days, I have to slow down. So I actually shut down my mental body when I actually should be putting it into something else, like a creative action or like a puzzle or a video game or just something stimulating. So my emotional response is triggering my mental response to turn down, which it should actually be like right here. They should be equal so that they're balancing each other out. Same thing can be said with a physical and the spiritual a lot of people in meditation, um, they actually sit or do uh, mudras or they sit in a certain way or they breathe really deeply. It's a very physical response for a spiritual response, for a spiritual action. 
So I feel like you're balancing each of the different systems depending on what your intention is, especially with like relationships or your self-care. I feel like self-care is so mental because you have to address, okay, what part am I going to focus on right now? What part is going to be needing my self-care, my physical care? Uh, Eating, even though we don't notice it when we're chewing, we're processing a lot while we're eating food. It could be thoughts, it could be people, it could be what you're eating. There's a lot of mental action going on there. And the physical response is the chewing, which is the action, and the emotional response is, ooh, this is yummy, or I'm not really into this right now. So I think that if people can understand where they mix all of their energies, they could balance it out when they're having an emotional response that's very triggering. I'm trying to do this more for myself, like noticing like, oh, I'm having an overreaction or I'm being really upset or something. I want to be able to counterbalance that so that I'm not going into like a self-destructive mode, which I feel like as humans uh, with the media and with our observations of our parents and how we grew up, that's the immediate response is to self-destruct rather than to self-encourage or self-empower. Mm. yeah I think yeah with the whole like parents and media it's like we're programmed we as kids we grow up and we take on board um I guess their way of living or their kind of way they see the world because we I guess growing up we're we're taught to do this we're taught to do that and or we're shown what love is or we're shown like how things work in the world and so we kind of I think yeah, that, that, that's what I like about being an adult and doing this kind of work, like shadow work and stuff, is we realize that, hang on, all the thoughts and everything around us has kind of, in a way, defined us, but it's not the ultimate truth. And we can undefine that. We can step out of that box. And it's, that, it's really interesting, like, observing, um, you know, how we're thinking and seeing where it comes from. So sometimes you have, like, oh, I'm acting like this every time this happens. Like, oh, my mom does that or something. Or it's like, oh, that's what the media always, like, portrays, you know, Disney characters as you fall in love with that one person and suddenly you're you're forever married, you know? And it's like, oh, it's like, this is, you know, this isn't my thought. And so when, I guess, when we are in those kind of stressful moments, it's understanding that um, we can then redefine it. We can redefine our experience. Um, and I'm like a pretty big fan of, you know, understanding, you know, or uh, allowing, you know, ourselves to be present and conscious and then um, cre- recreating that kind of life that we want. And it's interesting that you're talking about like all these like different parts of us because, yeah, we want to have balance, right? We want to have balance within to be able to, I guess, function in a way. Because if we don't take care of our needs, how, you know, how can we show up in the world, you know? How can we um, create more love and joy in the world when we are, um, you know, feeling like we haven't been eating much or we haven't been taking care of our, you know, mental, spiritual, physical bodies? So I think that's another thing that I feel some people misunderstand is when I say you've got to love yourself, you've got to accept yourself to create, you know, that kind of experience in the world. If you want someone to love you, how how can you find someone who loves you if you don't love yourself, you know? So I always say, like, this is a time, whenever there's difficult times in the world, as I, have, I encourage people to look within. But I feel like some might misunderstand that I, it's ego, um, autistical or narcissistic to just, like, focus and love yourself and not look at other people. But I'm like, literally, that how can you show up for other people if you can't show up for yourself, you know? They always it always starts with you. If you're triggered by something else, something outside of you, it, it kind of really is something within you. And we always are looking for like outlets too. Like I know that people that turn to uh, like addictions, they're turning to the addictions for healing because they're thinking that to be a self-care type thing for them. 
And I think that that's really hard. Like when I sit with clients or family members or friends and I see the addictions that are starting, you were talking about the process of getting rid of habits. I think that's fascinating because in any, in any type of work, uh, spiritual work, ca- uh, coaching, life coaching, self-care, mental health, anything that you look at, there's this sense of people wanting to break habits that are no longer serving them, but they don't make the action to do it, which I think it takes about 30 days really to change your habits. And when you're looking for an escape or a healing or something for recovery or self-love, you're looking for something to help you. And if you can't find that within yourself, you're going to look outside of yourself, which I feel like if people turn to like alcohol or, or friends, even friends, hanging out with friends and not dealing with yourself by yourself, you're having this self-issue of like, oh, I'm not feeling good. Cool. I'm going to call up somebody. Hey, I need you to come over every single time. And you're not dealing with the core reason why you're reacting to something. And I feel like for me, today was really important because I was sitting alone for quite a few hours, specifically with myself, just to be quiet and to listen to what I need. Because I have been so like, I, I don't know, just feeling all these feelings for the past couple of days. And I thought, okay, if I'm by myself, maybe I'll be able to listen and hear what's going on. And what I've learned is that it's because of all these passings and all these changes happening so quickly in my life that it makes me feel unstable more than I already do. Because my life, unlike quite a few people that I know, but just for me in general, it changes so fast, it's ridiculous. So my learning, my lesson is to create a habit of stability within myself or around me and not look for the stability outside of myself. Because I tend to look towards other people to try to give me the sense of stability, which I should find it just within me. So I think that this is an important lesson as far as like shadow work or self-care or changing your habits. It's looking at what the main issue is that's causing your reactions and making the steps to actually change it happen right now in your life. Yeah, this is this is so powerful. I, I, I see it everywhere. I see it all the time. People looking outside of themselves. It's like, oh, I can't. Um, nothing's working out for me. I get rejected all the time or I can't do this. My family members, this and that. And, you know, everyone's always looking. Or even like, you know, some some posts on Instagram, like some kind of quote or something. And so I'm like, oh, but other people on the world, this and that, you know? And people are always constantly, it just fascinates me, like constantly looking at other people and uh, what they're doing. And I'm like, okay, okay, let's let's come back. Like, what are you making it mean about yourself if you're getting triggered about like other people reacting to other people it's like what does it actually mean about you why why is it like obviously i know there's troubling times and things are happening you know and then people worry about what's happening on the other side of the world but then we're like but but i think like the focus is always on like other people and what what we or what the person should be doing for the other people it's like what what do i I catch myself doing this as well. But me, it's mainly like, oh, what, like with specific friends, I'm more like, okay, what, what do I need to do for this friend to make them feel this? Or what do I need to do to like have them accept me or something? And then I wonder, like, hang on, it's never about the other person. And I'm like, okay, where's this coming from? Is it my lack of feeling like I'm not worthy? And I'm like, okay, well, I then if I feel unworthy or if I feel like I'm, boring and need to make myself more interesting for them it's like hang on no it's like what do I want and how do you know if I feel unworthy it's like how can I feel more worthy in my body you know or in in myself so it's always returning to myself because I know that everything else is a reflection so in a way when I'm feeling down and I see it's in another like I'm focusing on another person then I return, like, I turn it around because I know they're reflecting back to me what, like, the trigger, you know? They're reflecting back to me what is missing within me or that they... So I, it's it's interesting because other people think... I, I, there we go. I did it again. It's like other people think, you know? I just said it. Like, I'm just focusing on what other people think and what, what I need to... How I need to explain things so they understand. I mean, that's not... 
it's not I'm not triggered at the moment it's just interesting that I catch myself all the time now when I'm talking about other people because I'm like am I why am I talking about other people you know it's like it's like obviously if you're life coaching or if this is your business you kind of want to make sure that you tailor things so that people understand or your audience understands so then you have like all those feedback sheets and stuff right so it helps you to like reflect but then when it comes to like relationships or close friends or family members and you're always thinking about like what you need to do to make them i don't know feel better then it's like hang on like you're giving away your power again it's like come back to yourself what kind of what can like what's missing or why why do you feel like you need to please someone so i i so with me i think you've obviously said like what you've been dealing with so i think with me it's like with specific friends where i'm doing exactly that or i just said is like thinking like oh um they think i'm boring or they're not really that interested um or you know they're they're not making time for me and it's like hang on hang on come back here but yeah that's that's my emotional process and i think that that's kind of the biggest deal is like oh you witness it you see it right as soon as you point this out to people they're like wait a minute i do this and it's like yes yeah we all do this and it's okay the point is you're aware now so what are you going to do about it What are you, you going to change it? Are you going to take care of this or what? I have clients that come in all the time that are just like, oh, yeah. Like I tell them, I'm like, this is what's happening. And they're like, yeah. And then I'm like, cool. So how are you going to change it? And they're like, tell me. And I'm like, I can't tell you. You got to tell me. Like, how are you going to? How are you going to make something work for you? Because I'm not going to do the work for you. I have to do it for me. I'm only here to hear you and give you something that comes forward. I'm not here to tell you how to change habits. That's not my responsibility. That's yours, you know? Uh, I totally relate to the whole, like, advice giving. As a life coach, it's so important for me, for, for my clients to come with their own realization. I'm just guiding them, asking, you know, some questions. and allowing them to like look within you know it's just like a support system but i have like people like messaging me like oh hi hi coach or something like i don't even know who they are or there's someone i just talk on 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 social media they're like i i need a, advice and i'm like i'm not here for advice but like i'm like okay so so i ask them questions instead and they're like yeah but how how do i do it like uh you know or or they're like no i just want to know like what your process like what you do and i'm like well you know and then they ask me to give them like exact steps um of you know or what they need to do and it's interesting because i had a friend who told me oh eva you can't uh, like i don't think you can give advice and i'm like this thing and i was like oh what what do you like what do you mean like is uh, because like oh i have stuff going on and then i kind of you know like at work or something and it's like you know some trouble or something and i can't voice it to you because um you don't know how to give it or you you can't give advice or opinions because yeah you're not like work like working in this area or you're not like i don't know you haven't had that much life experience because i haven't really done any like i haven't had a proper job like i i'm only freelance right so it's like so it's interesting i got like that triggered me i got upset it's like wow like i this like this person doesn't trust me enough to um to um talk you know talk to me about what what's happening at work because he, um the person's expecting me to give like some kind of like problem solving stuff right they, yeah. they need to solve a problem it's like okay i need advice what can i do in this moment i'm like you know that is i don't know let's say pencil breaks and you're like what do i do right like it's very like logical and practical stuff and then that kind of triggered me and i looked within and i noticed two things so one was i was upset because i'm like wow this person can't talk to me um about stuff they don't trust me and then i'm like hang on what can i not talk to this person about and i'm like spirituality this person doesn't like is not into spirituality and so i usually tend to like not say what i do in meditation or what i do you know in my practices because i feel like i can't talk to that person about it so i'm like ah so 
you know, so it's like a reflection. Because if I can't talk to this person about something, then they can't talk to me about a certain topic. So that was my first realization. My second realization is like, it was, you know what? I'm not someone who likes to give people practical advice. I'm someone who helps people realize that all the answers are within them. So I help people understand why, like, for example, if, so, if there's something troubling, I'm like, okay, check within yourself first, like what it is that triggers you, what it is, uh, what are you making the situation mean about you? Are you stressing out that, you know, I don't know, the boss is going to fire you or something. And it's like honing down on why you're panicking about this, you know, because you can solve problems from a really calm state of mind. So I, so I'm always like helping people to bring them back to being conscious so that they can listen and listen to their inner self to, because we usually get ideas when we're aligned, you know, but when we're panicking, we can't be aligned. So we're always looking for the, for, for things that aren't working out in our lives. So I always help people to return to themselves so that they can make those amazing choices that within themselves that they have. So the, so even though I was really stressed in this conversation with my friend, I was like literally physically shaking uh, when we were having this discussion and then later I had these wonderful realizations and now I'm like, you know, that's how, that is the power of processing your emotions and looking within. Mm -hmm. That's how I'm able to stand in my truth. And I told this person later, like I texted this person, like, you know what? I just had some self discoveries. I don't, I don't want to give you advice. I'm someone who, you know, I want to help people look within so that they can make their own choices. And then the person said, um, well, that's great that you're standing in your truth. And I'm like, wow, you know, so there is no right or wrong. It's like, you just gotta, got to recenter. And I just thought that was just an interesting story because it showed me like how, how this, you know, a good example of how this is done, you know, and you can, um, how, I guess that shadow work, right. In a way. Oh yeah. 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 How you process your emotions without blaming another person because I could have blamed me like, oh, this person doesn't care about me. This person thinks, you know, can't talk to me. That means they, they don't like me. They, they don't trust me. They don't want to be part of my life. You know, I could have easily gone and said, oh, it's, or I could say, oh, it's my fault. I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not a good listener or something. But, but then, but because I knew I have loads of people saying, oh, Eva, you're such a great listener. You hold space. You, you know, I, I feel like it's so easy to talk to you. So when someone says, oh, I can't talk to you about work, I'm like, hang on. How is that happening? Like, how, why is that the case when other people are loving that I, that I am able to listen to them? And this, but this person can't talk to me. So it's just fascinating. Um, I wanted to say really quick, thank you for sharing the story. And um, also to my cousin, thank you so much for your commentary. You're really awesome. And I love you so much. So thank you for constantly saying such beautiful things to us. You're really awesome. Um, I think that shadow work is just a complicated mirror, pretty much in every aspect of your life. You have mirrors around every corner. We are mirrors to each other. My cousin talking to us is the mirror to us. It's that sense of understanding that we are a mirror to our reality. It's like we're living a living mirror. So every person you pass on the street, every family member you have, every person that you have reactions to in any way, shape, or form, that is the mirror that is represented to yourself. So the faster that you understand that or try to understand that, the better that you'll have at processing your emotions and not being reactive, like my cat who's trying to bang down my door right now. Life is about the mirrors that are presenting themselves to you. And I feel like that's a really hard concept, even being a spiritual practitioner. I mean, I have thousands of clients and I help people with the degree of sadness and darkness inside of them every single day. But there's still that inside of me too, right? Because you can't just be this love, light, and happiness type shit. It's, it's bullshit. That's not how life works. You have to accept that there is both aspects and they have to parallel each other in this perfect unified energy. And when you can give yourself the, the healing and love in both aspects, in both love and in, in darkness in yourself, those are powerful 
teachers within you and how you can actually love that darkness inside of you and how you can also love the darkness in other people around you. There's a lot of world-changing events that are happening on this planet right now, and that is a mirror to humanity, right? So as humanity is ascending, the parallel is that everything in life will mirror that, whether it's darkness, light, or whatever. When people learn to process their emotions, they won't be reacting to this strong, strong combative nature that's equivalent. And I feel like that's kind of my biggest issue right now is I have random clients that I've never done readings for that are reaching out to me asking for free readings. And I'm like, what's the reflection here? Like, why are these people asking to take from me? And it's because I'm taking from myself, right? Why am I taking from myself? Because I haven't worked through that shadow or darkness inside of me. So the mirror reaction is paralleling. It's always going to be that way in your life. I have a lot of clients that tell me, oh, I'm getting a divorce. Do I deserve love? And I'm like, yeah, you deserve love if you give it to yourself. Duh. Always try to understand that everything in your life will have this parallel meaning. And I feel like it's cool to be able to talk to you randomly like this, Eva, because I was just so, so, so down. And I wanted to have a parallel or a person that could like combat some of the feelings that I'm going through and to me like witnessing you you're that mirror in me where you're the sunshine you're this light you're, you're this bringer of knowledge and I feel like that's within me as well so it's almost like us communicating with each other is giving each other something that we're both missing just like people who witnessed alive or who come into our life in passing and this all I feel has to do with shadow work because it's like you're being able to say like, oh, I need, I need something right now. How can I bring this to myself? How can I pull what I need towards me? And I feel like it's just asking for it and seeing what comes in your reality. Thank you so much for just sharing that. Like, I just, I just feel so emotional when you're like saying how like, you know, yeah, me and your life and like the whole like parallel situation. And like, so I, I just so blessed uh, to have you in my life. I, I, I literally felt it. I'm like, I'm getting teary eyed. <laughs> cool. Uh, so yeah, thank you so much for, for telling me that. And um, yeah, this whole like mirror concept, I'm like such a big fan. And this is, this is the whole like manifestation thing. Some people are like, oh, I'm not into manifestation. I'm like, you do realize you're manifesting 24 seven because everything's a mirror. So whatever you, even like the things you don't want. So it's like saying, I don't want this, but you're putting your, you got a text in front of you saying, I don't want this. And the mirror just reflects that. So if you say, I want this, then you get, I want. But if you say, I don't want this, you still get it because it's the reflection in the mirror. So that's how I started explaining it to people. But it's just in, yeah, it's just incredible. Like how everything is, and you were just saying about the, um, oh, that first example, it made me think of money because a lot of the times, like, why am I, you know, why am I not receiving money? Or why is it like, why is it that, you know, when I'm doing things for free, yeah, free, um, a lot of people like join and want to be part of the community. As, as soon as like I put a price on something, everyone's like, oh, I can't like, and then everyone kind of like, it's, uh, you know, it's like, oh, financial things or, oh, I, to be honest, I just wanted to help you out as a friend, like, you know, and people, what, so it's like once the business becomes like something paid, then people, um, uh, you know, they're not your ideal clients. They're not like, they don't want to, they support you on the free side, but then once you're actually, you know, so it's like, where are the money issues coming? Like where, why? So yeah, what must I be reflecting out there to not be able to make or make this happen, you know, or have people join what I'm doing in, in when it comes to specific money, because money is like such a big topic, but that's just an example. So it's always like, if something's not, ha not like working out in your life, I always, always like tend to look inside and see where it, what is missing in me or what are my thoughts currently to be creating this scenario. And it's interesting because that friend that I was just talking about is like a whole big mirror for me. I've, 
I've told the person before, like, you're a mirror, and, and then they're like, I, I don't understand what you're on about. But I'm like, I learned so much from you. Like, literally, everything that triggers me, I like, I look within and try to figure it out by myself. And it's, and I realize it's because I'm not making choices. I'm like, you know, when you get wishy-washy kind of situations, it's because like, I, I feel like, oh, I haven't made a choice. I haven't decided what I want. So it's kind of like, oh, I want it. Oh, I don't want it. And then you get the scenario and then you get frustrated because like, oh, this person's not doing this. This person's not doing that. And it's like, yeah, but in myself, I'm not, you know, I, I haven't, this is my belief. And my belief is like, you know, I want and then I don't want with both sides. So it's like, obviously, then this person's going to be wishy-washy with me. You know, they're either going to be interested in me or they're not going to want to hang out, you know, or they just focus on themselves. And it's like, wow, that's such a reflection of me. And it's just like, it's it's great. Like self-awareness is just opens up so many doors. And it's just then figuring out how to reframe it. And you can do this, obviously, by yourself. But I think a lot of people need that support. That's why we're here. That's why the light workers. And that's why we step in to guide them through it, to make them understand how it all works. Because when they're coming, I think when we start, you know, going through this process, it's kind of like it really is hard to understand at first. But once you, once practice comes up and when you really start lo looking within yourself, you realize that you have so much more power that we have with the whole free will and everything, we have so much power and we can really create that life that we want. And I think a lot of people um, need to understand this concept. So, so I'm like big on it. Like this is kind of what I want to be teaching or helping people with in my, my life coaching is to help them realize that they always have a choice. Like that quote is just on point like you always have a choice right and and I keep telling it's so funny I keep telling my friends everything always works out for you and they're like well not always but like they've got some additions this week and I'm literally like see everything always works out for you but people think always works out for you is only the positive but it's also the negative right that's what we're talking about the mirror everything works out for you Every thought works out for you. You create those things. You create it. So it's like if you don't want it, it works out for you because the mirror reflects the exact same thing. So it's working for you. But people only focus on the positive working out. But everything works for you because you are literally. <laughs> so I just sorry. I just like want to get that point across. I think it's a interesting play on words too because uh, like. You could change it to all things work for you, like, too. It's just interesting because it's, like, thinking about this relationship with certain subjects, a lot of people's relationship with relationships, a lot of people's relationship with money, a relationship with uh, work or whatever their focus is of the areas in their life, whatever their relationship is with that specific focus is going to be the reflection that they're receiving as well. I know that a lot of clients mostly come to me for relationships or money. So what I tell them is, especially with relationships, because I've said this before, all my clients know it. I hate talking about love. I hate talking about relationships specifically because people who want something are expecting an outcome. They're expecting a decision to be made right then and there. What I enjoy about doing the readings for people specifically is sitting there and saying like, hey, like, how is your relationship with yourself? Or how is your relationship with your parents, your first love, or your brother or your sister, whatever your relationship is with what you think love is, is the outcome of what love will be right now, because it is what is in this moment. And I think that's the same with money. If you think money is evil, cool, you're not going to receive money because it is against your energy. But if you see money as an opportunity or if you see it as abundance or if you see it as something that is amazing and beautiful, cool. You have abundance flowing in money randomly because you're not attached to it being good or bad for you. It's just working out. So I think that these are kind of concepts that people can think about with their self-awareness is like, cool, what's my relationship with anything in my life? What do I want right now? Uh, what do I I'm trying to think of what I want right now uh i want to be happy cool so how do i achieve happiness well my relationship with happiness is not great because i think 
from being trained as a child that happiness is achieved either through physical objects or through physical affection. So if I'm not receiving an object or affection, my happiness meter is really low. Well, I have to change that so it's in balance so that I am happy. So what my new thought is with my relationship to happiness is that I am in control of my happiness. It is not based off of a physical object. It's based off of my self. So how can I fix that? How can I change that? The biggest steps would be, cool, what can I do to make myself physically feel happy? I could do self-care. I could eat. I could work out. Um, I can do tapping. There's like this, I can't remember what it's called right now, but it's, I think it's NFT, which is tapping. Um, tapping is actually really good because it stimulates the meridians in your body. So that could also help with happiness because it's giving you that dopamine that you need. Cause that's basically what we're trying to achieve. And a lot of times people receive minimal amounts of dopamine from receiving gifts or from re receiving physical affection because touch actually creates a dopamine response. So there's a lot of psychology that plays into it. If you can train your mind to be in a positive perspective with what you're trying to receive, you will receive it the way you want to. But if you have a negative relationship, then it has to be in balance. So it has to come down to your level so that it's in perfect energy. So if you're feeling low about a relationship, then you're going to have a low reaction to a relationship. You'll probably get somebody who's very toxic or very teaching you the lessons of loving yourself because you need that respect. Or if you have an overly positive nature, you'll probably receive this overly positive response. It could be somebody that gives you way too much and it could overstimulate you because you're always receiving from them and you're not able to give. So you always want to find that perfect balance of the in-between with anything you're trying to achieve. I love that. Yeah. I was just saying, yeah, the tapping I think is called EFTP. That. Yeah, see, I've done it before. My friend went through, we did it before on a call. And there's anchoring as well. It's uh, when you take a memory that's happy and you kind of like touch yourself in a specific spot. So people do like, I don't know, holding your thumb like this. And when you hold your, you, you basically think about something really happy and you anchor it into this this kind of this so you so you basically only do it when you're feeling like super happy and then you let go and then you do it again when you're super happy and so next time you're like just you know feeling okay and you touch your thumb you, suddenly you're going to feel really happy because it's the same thing with music when you have like a memory attached to a piece of music and it make like I was saying earlier when it makes you sad you know and you let every time that song comes up you feel sad but because you've anchored an emotion to it you've made it mean something so you can you, i've done i've had a piece of music that made me sad so then i listened to it so much in a more like neutral uh, i guess emotion that now whenever i hear the song it doesn't mean anything for me because it's interesting because the song was like the song made me like really happy like it's my favorite song Then obviously I went through like something sad, which really affected me. So then whenever I heard that be, be, uh, that song, it made me sad because it was attached to a specific person. So I was always sad when it came up because it brought up those memories of like being really, really devastated. And then later I listened to the song so much that I neutralized it again, that it doesn't like, it's just a song now. It doesn't mean anything. So you can do it with like, uh, you can put emotional memory onto different parts of your body as well. And then so you can trigger like happiness or trigger an emotion that you've like filled it with, if that makes sense. Have you heard yeah. of that? Oh, yeah, because it's like the same concept of when like, uh, I don't know if anybody watches The Office, but I highly recommend you watch it because it's hilarious. But uh, so Jim creates a um, a sound that... Um, Dwight hears and every time he hears that sound uh Jim will offer Dwight a tic-tac a mint so that he's trained it's like training a dog it's an emotional response so eventually that noise happens and Dwight puts his hand out expecting to get a tic-tac and Jim's like what are you doing because he's trained himself to keep 
responding to the similar action repeatedly, which is so, so interesting because it reminds me of shadow work. It's the same thing, which is crazy that we're talking about it because it's like, if you have a relationship with your parents a certain way and you relate your parents to what you're, you're expecting in a marriage or a relationship, all of a sudden, that's how you expect relationships to be. And you're always thinking like, oh, this is how relationships work. This is how people are. This is how someone's going to treat me because I witnessed it. I see it. It's happening so much. So it's kind of like what you're saying about neutrality is making sure that your response to something is not an expectation. You're not expecting an outcome. You're waiting to receive. You're waiting to get what you wish for and ask for, which is that neutrality of making sure that you're in balance and you're not having this wish that is being tainted by a preconception or a pre-expected path. Because nothing Mm -hmm. is preordained. And everything changes. And especially with uh, a lot of people that do law of attraction, all these little like uh, businesses that all of a sudden blow up and they're really big. It's because their commitment to their attraction is so peaking that they're continuing on this growth, this mountain progress. Um, People who are like TikTokers or just people who do a lot of uh, viral videos a lot of times these are committed people that have this wish and they keep pushing for that wish and that thought and that thought. And it's going to make that mountain effect happen until they actually make it come to fruition because it's that commitment to the energy. And I feel like we do that with everything, especially with our emotions. Our emotions are heavily tied in this reality to an outcome. So if you can train your brain to either be in complete neutrality or train your brain to be in a positive virtue of building and growth without expectation, you have to remember that it has to be without expectation, then you'll continue to grow forward. As soon as you have an expectation, even if it's happy, and you're like, Oh, I'm going to get money, boom, you get tested, or you have a mirror, because it has to balance out. But if you want, and you believe like, Oh, yes, good, 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 no expectation, it's all going to be good then stuff will be good because the neutrality is there and you're able to progress further towards your desired wish. I hope that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah no, I love it. It's like what Abraham Hicks says. You just got to have fun along the journey. Like, cause I think a lot of people think manifestation is like you think of something and then you think it over and over again and then it will come. But if you're thinking about it over and over again, it's like you're basically saying, I don't have it right now. I really, really want it. So you're already portraying that feeling of lack and it's mirroring and it's giving you proof why you're not, that you're not going to get it. But the, a lot of the time when I'm scripting, I write down, like, so every Monday I script, so I write a letter to the universe. I write it down once, read it, like, again. And then I put it aside and pick it up on Monday. And then on Monday, I'm like, oh, wow, this, 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 and this happened. I'm like, I reflect on it. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And then I write my next letter, you know? It's not like I'm sitting there every night and reading it. It really depends on the person, though. Some people like to read it before bed every day to remind themselves of the feeling. But it really is that expectation. Like, if you, ex- like, if you put too much expectation on it, you're going to, like, push it away. Because it's saying, basically saying you're lacking it. Um, I have to put my neck down because I'm looking up at the screen, but I'm still going to be like as if I'm talking to you. But I was thinking a lot about what we could recommend to people as far as working on some of these different tools. And I think that a really good way to start looking is if you look at Carl Jung, but you read the shadow work with a grain of salt because he does talk about shadow work. Um, read it, but put it in the perspective of you and how you're going to make yourself be the perfect balance. Sometimes Carl Jung is very literal and scientific, so it seems very uh, dense and very specific, but it's good read. Look up Shadow Work by Carl Jung. And then another really good read is The Four Agreements, which I hope I can remember them. I never do, but I'm going to try uh no expectations is one uh be true to yourself is two or be your best self is two um the third one is don't take things personally and the fourth one is uh do your best 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I won the book, The Four Agreements, but it's like um, it it was it was like a giveaway, and I won it, and then but it couldn't be sent to me because I was in Poland, so it was sent to Amber, and she still hasn't sent it to me. So hopefully, when I come to America and see you guys, I will finally get this book. Yeah, it's a good book. <laughs> it's a good book um i'm trying to think of other books there's another really good easy read um that talks about oh yeah the mirror so uh inner child and mirror work they're similar but inner child has to do with your relationship to your younger mind or yourself as a child how you grew up so that's Uh, inner child work you deal with pretending or thinking of yourself in a younger form and giving it all the love nurturing or affection or whatever it needs so that's inner child and then mirror work is thinking about your parallels how your world is a reflection of yourself not in an egotistical way not in a narcissistic way but that people around you are reflecting what you're putting out and your reaction to how you receive things is how you're going to continue to receive things. So those are also really good subjects to look up. Um, but just emotions in general, I feel like it's about balancing yourself in every degree. So the mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, if you're lacking in one of those four, build them so that they're equal across the board. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do for myself. That's what I recommend. Yeah, I like, It's so important. It's just, I'm just so excited that, you, you know, you've mentioned a few things that people can look at. So, yeah. It's, yeah, guys, start doing it. Start start looking within. Like, your happiness, everything. Like, take take responsibility for your own life. It's incredible. <laughs> it's an empower that we all have, but we give it away all the time. Yeah, we were talking about uh, a couple of main topics to take away from tonight or To morning for you um the first one is awareness of self the second one is neutrality i feel like finding neutrality in your life the third one is you talked about like how people can understand they're consciously manifesting so whatever you said about picking your day that you do for yourself you picked a monday you write down your desires for, is it just in general or how do you do that? I, wrote, I do scripting. So I write a letter to the universe or you can write it to source or God, however you, whoever you want to like speak to. So I write dear universe. And then I write, thank you for, let's give an example, blessing me with gifts or something. Um, I read, and then, Um, you got to write it as if it's from your future self. So it's like the Monday after. So you're writing as if it's uh, the Monday's gone and you're looking back at your week and this is what you've experienced. So let's say thank you for blessing me with uh, gifts. And then you either start with, I feel super grateful. I feel blessed to have so many friends in my life who really care about me. Um And then, so you have to put the feeling in and then you write down what it allowed you to do. So these are like benefits. So this allowed me to really uh, connect with my friends or this has allowed me to really, um, um, you know, something something that, that, you know, benefited your life in a good way. And then, so I write three points like that. And then at the end, I say, I write down specifically, thank you, thank you, thank you. So it's important to write it down three times. Um, hello, friends. Sorry, I see friends coming online. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then you can sign it. I say love and light, namaste. And it's the letter to the universe. And so, yeah, and then the week later, I look at it again. I Well, after I write it, I read it again. And then a week later, I read it again and reflect and say like, oh, this showed up in my life this way and that way. So one time I asked for gifts. Um, but that's why I brought the example up, but it's so great. It's like I asked for gifts, unexpected gifts in my week. I didn't know what it was going to be. I went for lunch with a friend. And after we finished eating, he's like, oh, I've got a gift for you. Like literally, he's like, I've got a gift for you. And he's like, oh, I baked this like cake or something. Here's a slice. Like it, it, I didn't know what the gifts were, but I asked for it. And then I also did like um, 
after I wrote the letter on the same day, um, I followed the meditation and he was like, yeah, you're receiving these gifts now. Like, it just like, it just, it, it's either, you know, spoken or it's um, physically, you know, comes in. And like the week before I asked for money uh, to come unexpectedly and I booked like a modeling gig um, for uh, March uh, and it's paid. So I wasn't expecting that, you know, and it's just, I think it's really exciting and I think people should try it out. Yeah, you just got to, as um, Kiara said, don't put too much expectation. Keep like it neutral, but feel excited because when you feel excited about things, they will more, more likely, you know, come into your life. So in a way, as in don't expect, but feel good and enjoy the journey. Have fun, you know, living, you know? Yeah, because it's putting power behind your intention. So uh, to summarize what she said, I would say uh, you pick your day that you want to write your letter to the universe or whomever. Um, In writing, you say it as if it has already happened. Um, Then the second point is I feel. And then the third point is. So you say, see, you write like I felt this and that, or you say I feel because you're still feeling it. And the third point was, um, it like it allowed me to. It allowed me to, and then you say thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. So when you write down what you it allowed you to do, it's like all the benefits that came out of it. So what you know what came out of it. Awesome. I mean, you can manifest negative stuff as well, but it's yeah, it's interesting. Um, I think I just remembered I wanted to say something earlier about like the power of being in your emotions like and the shadow the light and shadow or negative and positive it's not like good or bad and i think we get stuck in when we're feeling negative it's like we're like oh this is bad we shouldn't be feeling it but actually nowadays i'm like wow i'm experiencing sadness right now it's more like i'm like wow i'm having a human experience right now it's like wow this is showing up for me why am i feeling why am i feeling this or it's not to say that i don't want to feel it I'm just saying, oh, it's present in my life right now. And I think that's a very, very powerful thing that I think a lot of people don't understand yet is because they, when they feel bad, they, it's, it's like they feel like their world is falling apart. So they define it as something like horrible that is going to really destroy or they're going to, something bad's going to happen. It's like, no, it's like you, that's how you win your power back by being conscious and self-aware in the moment, present with emotion is being like, Wow, I'm feeling sad right now, and it has it with and has no meaning. It has no meaning. It's like the meaning is only because you attach the meaning to it. But it's really like, oh, I'm you know, I'm here right now. It's like um, you know, being in two different countries. It's like let's say you're in Asia right now, or you're in Europe. You know, it's like is is one or the other bad? It, it's only you know you might say oh I prefer Asia but then that's your own interpretation but it doesn't mean that Asia is better than Europe you know so it's like the feelings as well you're feeling good or or sad or depressed it's like neither is good or bad neither is you know it's a feeling it's an experience it's like choosing a red apple or a green apple it doesn't matter unless you say I hate green apples you know it's until you define it that makes reality. And I- <laughs> I wanted to take back me saying I hate earlier. So I'm glad that you've said this because I'm like, I'm experiencing this feeling towards this is way better response. And I'm trying to work on that too myself because it will put you in a higher vibration to receive your intentions that you're really wanting instead of the intentions that you may not know that you're kind of pulling towards yourself. So I feel like, you know, we covered quite a bit of some random like, things that all have to do with each other that I was not expecting. So I think that in a way, this live really was kind of a gift for um, myself and hopefully for you guys. So I want to say thank you so much for joining this in the past, present, future, whenever you are witnessing this amazing live. Um, We will continue to do awesome chats in the future. And I am very, very grateful that uh, my cousin's responses were there and that Eva could be this amazing co host and communicator that uh, makes me feel empowered. So I want to say thank you guys so much.
Yeah, no, like I, I, your your cousin was great with all the comments and just like the love and light that's coming through, and my friends coming um, and joining as well. Um, so yeah, it was just nice to see some few people pop up, and I feel like even though like we don't have like a huge audience, I just talking to you it makes me feel so excited and like just being able to express these things in like this this environment so yeah i know it's, i'm just so happy right now that's all i want to say <laughs> it'd be really nice to go to bed feeling this good and i know that uh the audience energy is so big too like in the spirit realm i know that there are all kinds of interesting energies that are afoot observing so i think that that in and of itself is a big recognition of the waves that we send out to everyone so I am excited to see who ends up popping up in the video later in the future. And I want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in. My cat says meow too, apparently. Thank you guys. <laughs>